It used to be okay to scare the children. <laughs> Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. Brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of our film podcast. Um, I am Ben, and today I'm joined by London. Hi. Hey, how are you doing today? It is Friday, and um, I'm great. Good. So, uh, we got some uh, some fun animated movies today. What's your uh, relationship with cartoons and animated movies? I, I'm all about it. Um, you know, I was one of those Saturday morning kids. Like, you got to get up early and watch the cartoons. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, I mean, even like running home after school to catch episodes of Batman the Animated Series and right. all the all the classic like Looney Tunes and, on Saturday mornings. I think these movies kind of like have a nice stretch of what uh, a cartoon or animated film can be because they're, they're family friendly-ish. Right, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we were talking earlier about how the I particularly uh, one of our movies, The Secret of Nim, uh, just that period of time in animation there was like a much different standard in like what was appropriate for different ages. Um, it used to be okay to scare the children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I like I hadn't seen that movie since I was a kid, but like I it just like immediately had like a visceral like oh. I remember feeling these feelings as a kid and like as I was like digging into it like so many movies from that age like just yeah kind of scary kind of like high stakes but you know what those movies made you who you are today it's true a, a very nervous gentleman <laughs> <laughs> well we like you yeah we I do okay um <laughs> so but for our other movie today, uh, we have a more modern film. Also kind of has some intense moments, um, and I believe you were going to talk about it. Would you like to introduce your film? I would love to do that. And, you know, I wanted to say, I, I think this is our first time to discuss any animated films on this podcast. I do believe that's correct. So we, yeah. s we saved that for today, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so um, um, we will get Wilhelm all ready to go. And... Your timer starts. Thank you, Wilhelm. Um, today, um, I've watched A Cat in Paris. Um, this is a French film. This is from 2010. I'd been aware of this for a while, but I had never seen it. I had seen it on the library shelf. I had seen it on, um, it was available on Hoopla, but I hadn't had a chance to watch it. So this is great. Um, just to kind of set this up for you, this is about this cat leading this double life in Paris. Um, by day, he lives with the little girl, Zoe, and he is called Dino. Um, and at night, he kind of, he spends his time joining Nico, the cat burglar, in Jewel Heist. I don't know when the cat sleeps. It seems like he comes home in the morning and takes a nap, but um, he's a busy cat. So, um, he again, he lives with Zoe, the little girl. Um, she has lost her father, and... Um, she stops speaking after this has happened. So she lives with her mother. She doesn't speak. She has a caregiver named Claudine. Um, right away, I you, you can't help but notice the animation style in this. Have you did you oh, watch this? Yeah, yeah. So I just like that was one of the first things that struck me is just like it had a very like distinct uh, and different from like standard uh, kids' animation style. Right. So this film is hand drawn, and although you know all animation is art. 
when you're watching this, you do get the impression that you're looking at art or drawing every frame, you know, something you might see in a museum or a, a collect in a book somewhere. Um, it kind of reminded me of something I might see on Reading Rainbow as a kid. Yeah, yeah, it definitely had kind of like that PBS kids vibe. Yeah, in in the good way. Yeah, it, it gave me the good feelings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, it's a little longer than that. This is it's a short movie. It runs a little over an hour, but um, a longer thing you may have seen on PBS. Um, it's very. I also kind of saw a lot of Hitchcock in this. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would say Hitchcock for kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's in the music, it's in the tone of the things. I really like even the opening and, and credits. Um Yeah, the music and the vibe of those credits were just incredible yeah, with like the, that kind of intense string score. Right. And just the silhouettes of the buildings and the colors and it's very Hitchcock. So, you know, also towards that we have these nighttime capers, there's rooftop chases. Um, we're kind of following the police. So we really just have this great animated noir, noir film. Yeah. Um, I do feel like I, I kind of cheated on this one. Um, on Hoopla, you can watch the French version or the English version. I did go with the English version. Yeah, as did I. <laughs> I, um, I like the actors. Um, Marsha Gay Harden is one of the voice actors. Mm-hmm. Angelica Houston. Oh, yeah, I loved her in there. Um, she is great. And Matthew Modine is another notable one in this. So great cast um there's there's some good humor too um this i wouldn't call this a comedy but um do you remember when the bad guys are in the car discussing quiche oh, yeah so <laughs> um do i look like a guy who likes cream and bacon right <laughs> so the bad guys they're led by victor costa the uh, the crime boss and he kind of has his dim-witted uh, goons um they're divvying up the food for lunch in the car so i'm the kind of bloke who's into quiche am i he's just he's so offended that his henchmen brought him a quiche and it's funny and there's some other humor with rufus the yipping dog yeah um do you remember when when zoe is out chasing the cat um she accidentally knocks a concrete block on the dog yeah so i had an audible gasp when that happened. i did too i was just like <gasps> Um, <laughs> you, you assume the dog is dead, yeah. but, um, you know, again, it's a cartoon, the laws of physics and normal life don't really apply. Yeah. So the yeah. dog does survive. That was a relief. So <laughs> it's like, this is dark. Yeah. So an interesting thing, you know, I'm, I'm t- saying all this, I'm not really talking about the cat. Mm-hmm. I, I did notice, um, something different is he's not an anthropomorphic animal as we see so often in animated movies. He's a, he's just a cat. Mm-hmm. He's he's a busy cat and he's intelligent, I would say, but he's a cat, and he's kind of I think he's working to connect the stories, yeah, between day and night, and also the villains, yeah. So, so who would you suggest this film for? You know, I think if you like animated films, if you like foreign films, um, this is appropriate for children, but also this is entertaining for big people. I'm, I'm big people and I was entertained and I liked it and it's a pretty easy watch. Absolutely. I agree. I think I, I would suggest this for just about anyone of any age. Oh, and there goes our time. So that we hit that one perfectly. Perfect. So, uh, we are going to go to a quick commercial and then we'll be back for our next movie, the secret of Nim. Oh, hi there. We just wanted to take a moment to tell you about a few of our library services today. 
We are proud to be offering curbside service at all of our locations for pickup of physical materials, such as all your favorite books and beloved movies, and we also continue to offer a treasure trove of digital items as well. For our purposes today, let us bring your attention to our streaming services, Hoopla and Canopy, just two of the many perks included with your Pioneer Library card. Through Hoopla, you can discover digital items ranging from ebooks to music to movies and television shows. And with Canopy, you can explore an impressive library of streaming film titles. And now back to our program. All right, and we are back from commercial. And so we just talked about A Cat in Paris. I think that was just a lovely animated movie. Um, and now we're going to be talking about The Secret of Nim. I'm going to have Wilhelm reset our timer. <laughs> Thank you, Wilhelm. And so The Secret of Nim came out in 1982. It is a film by Don Bluth. You may recognize that name. He's responsible for a lot of great animated films from our childhood. Uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, Anastasia, Land Before Time. So the list goes on. He's he's done a lot of, all, honestly, similarly kind of dark, animated kids movies also an american tale yeah an american tale another uh, great movie that's very kind of intense about a mouse <laughs> interacting in the world they're they're heavy movies they're wonderful yeah but. yeah and this movie is rated g so bear that in mind when we talk about some of this stuff um this movie is about a mother mouse named mrs brisby um she has four children and she is a widower um, so already kind of a sad story, and one of her little children has pneumonia. Is that right? Pneumonia. Pneumonia, yeah. yes. And um, he, he is to stay in bed for three weeks yeah. or he may die is what he, we're yeah, told. Yeah, and it is, it, they explicitly say he may die. Um, so the, the uh, real crux of the movie is that it is plowing time, and at this time of year they always have to move out of the field where they're living, and so they need to move, but... Little little mouse son is bedridden and they can't move him. So it's a journey to try and find a solution to that to be able to move their home. They live in a cinder block that's kind of half half buried in the field. Um, I I really enjoyed this movie. It it kind of like instantly took me back to being a kid and like having kind of those like wonder moments, but also like genuine kind of fright and like upset moments. Um, the art in this movie is beautiful it has those classic hand-painted backgrounds um a lot of really dark moments um two of our heroes are kind of like good people in the movie the great owl and nicodemus their character design are like kind of frightening they are <laughs> um are the great owls kind of like webbed in uh cobwebs and in a dark kind of hollowed out tree and Nicodemus is like kind of uh, skin and bones and covered well, in warts. Those and, gnarled old hands yeah. with the claws. Um, and they, each of those characters are animated with these glowing bright gold eyes which has a very eerie effect and I've, I found out that they did this through uh, what a uh, technique they call backlit animation. So there's a light shining behind the animation to kind of create huh. those nice glowing effects that you can't get from, like, standard animation. 
this is one of the villains, but also Dragon the Cat is very scary. Oh, yeah. That cat, cat is a monster. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, lots of very, like, fun stuff in this movie. In addition, uh, Dom DeLuise uh, voices Jeremy the Crow. A I love classic, Dom DeLuise. Yeah, a classic Dom DeLuise. He, like... He he's kind of the only light character in the movie, but um, he he really carries a lot of the weight of making it more fun and silly. He he's a he's kind of a a lovelorn crow who's waiting to find his mate. He's he's uh, been gathering strings so he can make a nest with the the lady love he hopes to find. So many strings. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you did you have any big thoughts about this movie? I, I do, and you know it's it's not the early '80s anymore. But um, something I really like is Mrs. Brisby is supposed to be this unlikely hero. Mm-hmm. She is small. She is meek. She's a widow. She's um, a single mother, and you know she's got what is it, four or five kids? Yeah. Um, she is tough, and even though when she is scared, I, I think the movie's about courage. Um, she faces everything, and this is a, there's a perilous adventure ahead of her and she's a very brave character absolutely yeah um overall like i think this was a really like kind of beautiful movie like despite like the kind of dark tone uh it does deal with death it like characters die in this movie it's it doesn't pull any punches there but it it has a lot of like kind of like importance of family importance of stories and that kind of stuff. Um, it's a great story. Yeah. And so I would suggest this for anybody who loves like classic 80s animation, such as Land Before Time, All Dogs Go to Heaven. I think if you've seen those, you kind of get it. And, and there's Wilhelm. Uh, so any closing thoughts on this movie before we get going? I have a side point, Ben. Absolutely. Why are there so many J names in The Secret of Nim? <laughs> there's Jonathan, Jeremy, Jenner, and Justin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I want to tell one quick. I know I'm over my time, but I want to tell a fun fact. Please do. Two of the kids, one is voiced by Shannon Doherty of 90210 fame. Another is voiced by Will Wheaton of Star Trek and just general nerddom fame. I did not know that. Yeah. So, like, some some more modern names that I didn't expect to see on the list there. Huh. Um, So... With that, uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of 5-Minute Film Finder. Um, you can reach out to us if you'd like to send us any comments or questions or any ideas for movies. We do have a email address that you can reach out to us at now. It is podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. That's podcast singular at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. And just reach out with anything you want to tell us or ask us about or uh, give us suggestions for movies that you like from Hoopla or Canopy. Also, be sure to follow Pioneer Library System on social media, Instagram, Facebook, for more information on programs that we're doing. Um, And that's the best way to kind of keep in touch with us. So thank you again, and we will see you next time.